The Rebrand Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, a member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. This podcast tells the stories of world-changing marketing campaigns as told by the people who build them. Ready to hear untold stories behind the brands you love? Then sit back, relax, and get ready for the Rebrand. Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. All right. You guys know what time it is. Rebrand podcast. As you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey. Joining us is my main man, Matt Weiss, who's the global president at Huge, which is a creative consultancy powered by human and AI collaboration. Huge partners with the world's most ambitious brands to make huge moves, providing creative solutions that deliver powerful outcomes. The company helps clients unlock meaningful growth in areas ranging from AI business consulting, brand and consumer experience, technology advisory, and strategy to high-value audience analysis and human product innovation. Yesterday, Matt and I talked about AI for brands and agencies. We talked about the kind of the brand and agency relationship, where it's going, what it is. We went off topic as normal. Today, we're going to talk about the future of brand agency relationships. I want to dive into a little bit on Vision Pro, probably touch on a little more AI. We'll see where this goes. As always, we're going to bring Matt Weiss back, the global president at Huge Inc. What's up, dude? Cool. Thanks, man. I love to talk all things technology. I'm like the super geek behind the scenes, even though I hide behind like the front of creativity and business development and all of that stuff. Vision Pro. So what, they sold like 200,000 of these things, a little over 3,700 bucks. 3,500 bucks, I think, yeah. Kind of expensive, right? But if you think about the stats that this thing has, right? Like it's pretty incredible. (laughs) It's like, I think it's got like two OLED displays, over 20 million pixels, like multiple chips. So the fidelity, you know, I've talked to some people who've actually used it. I think the best quote I heard is like, most people are like, you know, 87% hype, 3% reality. And they were like, this is 3% hype, 97% reality. Wow. This thing is real and it's going to change the nature of, of how we interact with the world all around them. Obviously it's not for everybody, but it's it's real, you know, hmm. so it's a real stab and it's a real massive step forward or leap forward for how the nature of, of UX interfaces are going to change the game, you know, for all of us to do incredible things. Yeah. I, I was talking to a buddy. I, I actually, it's funny. So we have Phoenix Open coming to town. I've got a buddy from London who has an agency in Dubai and he's a technology, you know, nerd, like all of us, like early adopter, like probably most of us that listen to this podcast and, it, you know, just the application, like and we were talking about for travel tourism of, you know, you can now see the hotel and the area that you want to go visit and travel and actually be immersed there before you go. And then it's like, wait, do we even need a computer monitor anymore? Right. Like, is is our new computer this freaking Vision Pro thing? And we're like typing in the air and shit. Are we going to like now go on Zoom meetings with our Vision Pro and we're all like actually in reality as, you know, like cartoon character, you know, what, I forget whatever you call those things. But the application started to just continue. And I, I've thought about this before, but having it like be like at the doorstep, I, I think my 
agency brains like, okay, well, what products are, are we going to offer clients? Uh, what products are clients going to be able to do themselves? Like, am I going to a Post Malone concert in the sphere? Like, but like I'm in my living room with these Vision Pros on. Is this a Zoom thing? Like, there's just so many applications. I, I, I kind of had overload and I didn't understand where it's going. It's exactly right. You know, I was listening to, when I'm not listening to Rebrand, occasionally, <laughs> and these very, very smart people, I won't name them, talked about that as the AI product layer starts to embed more broadly, that what will really start to happen, and this has been something that's happened in the past, right? Like history does tend to repeat itself. The UX layer will separate from the product layer, product layer being very expensive, not enough CPUs. And so as that UX layer separates and people can actually work on the UX layer, that what we'll be able to do separation from physical environments like you talked about, Vision Pro is an example of that, like a different type of interface is going to be pretty phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And you're already seeing the explosion of retail media. You can only imagine what you're going to be able to do at the point of sale or point of purchase. But thinking about like just two really basic things, you know, like I take learning to play the piano, you know, immersive learning. It's hard when you're just like trying to read something and deal with a physical environment. But like the amount of prompts and help that you can get having kind of your own intellect amplified through this device is pretty incredible. You know, like you can just imagine the different types of learning, whether it's language or a musical instrument, learning to drive, learning to fly planes, learning to go to space, you know, like you can do all of that stuff in the comfort of your living room. And then maybe another one that is, I think, much more kind of like near and dear to what we could do tomorrow is an ex-client of ours, realtor.com or zillow.com, right? Like touring a home. Just imagine how different you can literally sit there and like, let's turn the corner. Let's look around. I'd like to open that drawer. Oh, and then like things are shoppable and buyable and you can then hit information. Like the amount of info that you'll be able to get will be, it will be unbelievable. And for me as a creator, like I just look at that as like a broader tapestry, a broader, you know, area to paint, broader canvas. And that's exciting. That's the future. That's the bridging of technology, innovation, data science, and creativity right at the center of it. That to me is like, that's worth hanging around for, for maybe another decade, hopefully, if I get lucky. Will agencies be relevant in 10 years? Great question. Anybody who is not moving to the future faster will be gone. And I think that there's a quiet consolidation happening in the agency business anyway that we don't talk about. And I think you read the headlines about tech companies laying people off, middle management now. And I think that's happening in the agency business. It's going to increase this rate of change. Things that were done, unfortunately, by human talent, many of those things will not be needed. It will will always need the human touch. But requiring a lot of people to do certain things, not at all. I'll give you one example. Great company founder, CEO that I connected with recently. He's got a product called Waldo FYI. Don't love the name, but I do love what it does. (laughs) Because what it does is like what we used to do in business development is, you know, if we wanted to understand a client or a category or an industry, we would do all kinds of desk research. That could take a few days. It's automated. All the user flows automated. So literally, you know, if I wanted to find out about the rebrand and Harky Group, 
I plug that in, and literally within minutes, I get the information. What, what was? I, I think I demoed with this guy. I think you linked me up with him. It was it was it was amazing. It's a game changer, and it's very near term application of AI intelligence. Waldo.fyi. Yeah, it was, but, it was like it's like it's like AI research for account directors and strategists and agencies. It, it, it blew my mind, honestly. And you know, we've tried all the other Firefly and and ChatGPT and all the other. It, it's it's it was unbelievable what he's built. I agree. I do think, though, like I've listened to a lot of, like, I would say, luminaries, creative luminaries, and I do agree. Technology without humanity is nothing. You got to have a soul. I don't think we'll ever be without people and the bulk of what we do with people, but the nature of what we do will change. The speed will increase. Your ability to understand something much quicker will happen. Will fees go down for clients? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Look, it's a tough business. You know, the pressure is real. And I think, unfortunately, I think the stat, 14,000 agencies, 14,000, there's no way. No. I mean, there's just no way that like that's going to be relevant. So every agency I know last year got hammered, dude, hammered. Yeah. And there's a weird thing that's going on in the industry. I think today, if you look at some of the results of some of the bigger holding companies, they're doing well and they're stringing together end-to-end solutions for clients. Whereas, you know, independence, midsize, tough place to be. If you're a specialist independent, or maybe like yourself, that you're in a region, you have a real depth of knowledge around a certain customer, it's really very relevant. But if you're playing that middle, that's challenging. And I think you got to be a specialist, or at least today, big is beautiful again. Now the pendulum will swing, but right now it's, it's not bad to be there. Man, I, I I agree on so many levels. I think the pendulum of big versus indie or boutique and, and the pendulum of in-house versus out-of-house too. I, I agree. I, I think if you look at like, you know, even Stagwell Group, I think is, you know, even their stock's down, I think they're doing well. IPG and others, I, I do think the holding companies in general are doing pretty well. It's interesting. I, I think Sir Martin's and S4 haven't been doing as well. I don't know what's going on there, but they were a rocket ship when they first started. Even us, my fear this last two years of, has always been being the tweener, you know, not yeah. being big enough to play, you know, power forward, but being, you know, not quick enough to, to be able to shoot. And so we've certainly been pivoting to more of that kind of industry knowledge, which is the launch of Monogram. And I've seen others too, you know, some of the boutiques that are highly skilled, I think more so in either products or industries than services. I think for a while, the services was, was a big thing. And I think, and I could be wrong on this, and, and this might be wishful thinking on my part, but I feel like, and I think the pendulum of in-housing is going to go back to service providers because I feel like AI can scale so much more of what we do. And there's a much better value play for brands to outsource some of their marketing products and services. But again, that could be wishful thinking. Yeah, no, look, I mean, you've got great insights and you've got a lot of clients as proof points. I don't know. I mean, in the in-house trend, I, I feel like is one that's here to stay. I think clients are understanding how to do what we do at a certain level. I'm supportive of that. I think it's fine in certain regards. But when you're always inside your own four walls, the man in the mirror, you know, you just, you don't see what you don't see. So I do think there'll always be, the, you know, the majority of services on the outside. I think clients are going to take in the things that they can do themselves to feel comfortable with. Maybe those things are lower margin anyway for agencies. No question. But and I think I think more the mid size, not the Fortune one thousands, but the more mid sized clients that 
don't want a bloated in how a marketing department. You know, it's hard running marketing departments. It's hard running agencies. Like if I was a client, I wouldn't want to run the type of talent in our business. It's tough. It is tough on both sides, right? It, like I have lots of client friends and they work their asses off and it's tough, you know, what they're dealing with. And I think on the agency side, it's the same, you yeah, know, like, yeah. but I think the bridge between the two is accountability and results. Mm -hmm. And I think unlike kind of the halcyon days of old where it was like, you know, I know where advertising is working, but I don't know which half, like we got to be accountable these days. So I think for us, I can only speak for us really at Huge, we are always been about innovation. We've always been about what's next. We've always been about helping client partners move to the future faster and helping them design and innovate their businesses for growth. If we do that and we're maniacally focused about the outcomes, I think we're going to be okay. That's awesome. Well, how do people get in touch with you? I know you're out and about. Probably LinkedIn is probably the best right. way. And, you know, you're all over the place, but. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Matt Weiss. I'm there. And if you're an Instagram fan, you can try to figure this one out. At Snowfish, I'll tell you that it isn't spelled the way you might think it is. Give you a little insight. Or if you want to meet up somewhere on the slopes or on the MTB trail or fishing, you can do that too. And get me that way. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, thanks, Matt Weiss, for coming on. We've been talking about this forever. I know I'll catch you hopefully on the slopes. Probably not this week because the Phoenix Open. I know you're going to be in Utah, but I know we'll see each other in the industry thing here soon. Awesome, bro. Love it. Thank you so much for having me on. Big thanks to Matt Weiss, Global President Huge, for joining us. If you can't wait till our next episode, you want to learn more about Matt, we'll put a LinkedIn profile in our show notes. As always, you can, of course, find everything on rebrandpod.com. If you want to take notes, you want to see guest info, it's all there. That's where you can apply to be a guest. Looking for definitely some more brand marketers on the show. We get a ton of agency requests, get a ton of ad tech requests, and, and, and the best ones we're definitely approving. But we want to see more from those brands out there and definitely some more case studies and some more futuristic thinking. And again, this show is all about getting better, all about better marketers. I think I said in my last show, big thank you to Ben and the producers and everybody else. I, I think I was saying we had like 6,000 subscribers to the show. We have 17,000 subscribers to the show, which is just insane. So big thank you to the rebrand audience out there for supporting the show and building this little community of marketers. You can find me pretty much anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. It's just at Scott Herkey. If you can't wait till our next episode, you want to hear more, you want to subscribe, just hit that subscribe button. Appreciate it. That's it for today. But remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. 